Hello and welcome to The Context, a podcast where we take a look at the stories behind the news. I am Nivedita Varadarajan. The New York Times published an article on the 16th of April regarding the number of COVID deaths in the world, especially in India. The article title, India is stalling the WHO's effort to make global COVID death toll public, said that the number of people who died due to COVID is far more than the official figures. It said that the World Health Organization's year-long effort to quote, calculate the global death toll from the coronavirus pandemic has found that vastly more people die than previously believed, a total of about 15 million people by the end of 2021, more than double the official total of 6 million reported by countries individually, unquote. It goes on to say, quote, more than a third of the additional 9 million deaths are estimated to have occurred in India, where the government of Prime Minister Narendra Modi has stood by its own count of about 520,000. Uh, the WHO will show the country's toll is at least 4 million, according to people familiar with the numbers, unquote. Obviously, this new story has created a lot of controversy. The centre has disputed these claims. The government has said that India has been in regular and in in-depth technical exchange with the WHO on the issue. What is the controversy all about? Deputy Editor Jyoti Datta joins us today to help us understand the different viewpoints and what this means for India as a whole. Thank you so much for joining us today, Jyoti. Hi, hi, Nivedita. Thank you for having me. Firstly, let's talk about the New York Times article. It talks a lot about COVID deaths in general, but it specifically talks about COVID deaths in India. What exactly does the article say? Okay. So, uh, just, I think, good that you brought that up. So, first of all, talking about mortality, uh, especially in the context of COVID, is like walking into a minefield. So, you know, it's it's very tricky because, um, you know, nobody, it, it's seen as being some sort of a, a report card for governments and administrations. Nobody wants to be seen as having a high, uh, you know, mortality rate, which they, which is usually read as being, okay, you know, the country's not done well in uh, curbing mortality or reporting mm. mortality. That said, um, and going back from it, so it was NYT that has put it out now, but in March, uh, credit where it's due, um, there is a development site called uh, DEVEX, D-E-V-E-X. Um, so they had written, there was a reporter there who had written about, um, uh, you know, the under-reporting that the WHO has been talking about and uh, mm-hmm. the the overall report that was to come out on mortality and how India's numbers would look to be uh, almost eight times higher. So that had come out in March. So that's where the whole thing stands. Um, going back even further, now this is not entirely new for someone who's been looking at COVID quite closely. So most people who are probably covering healthcare would know this. Last year in, a, in May, uh, WHO's uh, chief, Dr. Tedros, had sort of indicated like a trailer of things to come. So they have said, he had already said that there is under-reporting happening in countries and um, that it could be overall three to four times. And in some places where 
for various reasons. It could be even seven to nine times. And ever mm-hmm. since we've been seeing, you know, communications from the WHO, which is constantly said, you know, there is underreporting across countries, et cetera, et cetera. And um, so there's always been this hint that it's not the full picture that we have at the moment. So it doesn't come as a surprise, frankly. And uh, one, it's one thing to say there's underreporting and that everybody's been hiding the numbers. Now that's going to be a really tough ask to sort of uh, substantiate. Um, mm. Reporting could happen for various reasons. It, it has to do with the actual registrations of death, how you define a COVID death, you know, what is the mm-hmm. mortality. And when you look at a country like India, I mean, there, you know, either there's already a, you know, a call to sort of, um, what do you say? I, I don't know if you can say uh, to modernize crematoriums for want of a better word, so that you have mm-hmm. both you know, data collection, uh, paraphernalia there and all of that. So in a country as vast as India, it's only natural that there will be uh, delays, there could be slippages and all of that. So I think it would be expected that a lot of numbers would have slipped through the crack. On India's stall, so the DevEx and the uh, New York Times. New York Times story. So the point is that what India is contesting, so the way WHO is made up of member countries and um, there is a discussion process that happens and uh, obviously India is not happy with the modality, uh, you know, the way this has been estimated and all the rest Mm -hmm. of mathematical modeling. So they've raised a bunch of their uh, issues and they've said they've sent some six letters and all that. So all that is happening and um, I think that's yeah, that's where it stands. That's what the, both the stories are about. Yeah. The government actually came out strongly against the New York Times article. And what exactly did they say? And what exactly are they saying to the WHO? Yeah, so the government um, unfortunately reacts to stories and, you know, individual stories that come in external media. The fact is that these kind of reports have been coming out, including in business line, where uh, in January, we had a report from Dr. Chinmay Tunbe, who is the IIM uh, Ahmedabad professor, you know, who's published a paper and he's um, looked at the mortality numbers. He's written a book on the pandemics um, and it's a very good book. So the thing is, it's not something that has not been written about, that there are these slippages in numbers and you need better documentation and data recording and all of that, you know? So, um, all and, and all of that is true. It's not to say that it's not true just because, you know, someone has an agenda and things like that. It isn't that. Taking away the whole geopolitical aspects of all of this and the jingoism out of it, We've had people like economists look at the numbers. We've had um, in India sitting and looking at the numbers and various people have pointed this out that, um, you know, various media have pointed it out. People have written about it saying that, you know, that the numbers are short of what the actual numbers are on the ground. We've seen the Mm. that came out of crematoriums at that point in time and all the rest of it. I mean, very, very difficult uh, uh, issues. But what um, specific to the WHO's um, report, which was to come out sometime this month, and what the WHO intends to uh, do is to get an overall picture as best as is possible on the deaths caused by COVID so that, you know, this is not 
the last pandemic. So you you know what happened, you know how it happened, you're sort of prepared for it. And uh, you know, it's good to have that data. Now, since the report is not out, we don't know the exact details, but from what is in public domain and on talking to people who may be close to this, what the government has uh, sort of contested broadly is that for some countries, which it calls, uh, you know, come under the tier one bracket, they take direct data from this, you know, from the governments. And India falls into tier two. So they don't rely on data that's coming from the government. They've done their own estimates. They've taken estimates. India's again contesting is that um, the estimates they've taken, these global health estimates of 2019, uh, India has a problem with that itself. They've said even that modeling is not, uh, you know, they're not quite comfortable with that. And also said that, you know, you, you can't, in, to use the government's words, uh, you know, one size fits all kind of an approach because um, a smaller country, and the factors that go into, um, you know, in, into data collection there may be very different from what you look at uh, in a larger country like India. And again, that comes back to the kind of, uh, you know, the, where the deaths happen, whether they happen in hospitals, in homes, um, the crematoriums, whether they're registering all of that, you know, there's, there's actually, it's, it's quite a mammoth task. The way the WHO will go forward is that they will come out with their report, but they will also put in all these caveats which the different uh, governments or the independent countries have, you know, the, the reservations they have on this data. For instance, we don't know what we may know of India. We don't know of China. We may not know of Russia. We don't know of so many other countries, right? And again, the New York Times articles itself says, if yeah, I'm not yeah. mistaken, that uh, Pakistan yeah. hasn't provided yeah. numbers. But then we'll sort of go down that slippery slope of what about you? So we should just let mm. that. I think in the interest of uh, India and India's own health data, we need to look at this exercise seriously and just say, okay, this is where it is. These are the gaps and, um, you know, uh, and this is how it needs to be plugged. If you have a problem with methodology, sure, please, you know, that needs to be taken on record. And they have a fair point when they say, I don't know what the WHO is saying uh, on that, why some countries come under, you know, you take direct data and somewhere else you take estimates. So all of that still needs to be come out clearly, which I suppose it will once the report is public. It's very interesting that you say this, even if we leave the WHO uh, and its report to itself and don't touch it at all, the Indian government and the, all of the states must figure out what went wrong, right, in treating COVID or in the, and yes. understanding why so many people died because of the, of the virus, right? So yes. that's an exercise the Indian government should take by itself. Is the government doing that? Um, it is an exercise they should be taking themselves. And I, I don't I would think that the Department of Health and, you know, given this whole uh, stress on uh, going digital, they're trying to capture as much as data there is possible. And, you know, uh, all of that is there. It's just that, um, you know, out of Chennai, out of Delhi, out of Bombay, it may be easier to capture uh, all of this. Mm -hmm. But when you go into slightly more, suburban areas and and even during when we saw the second wave if you looked at the crimat you know images that came out of the crematoriums they were they were full you know and yeah. it of a better word i mean it was very distressing so at that point in time um how much of data is actually being captured you know or is it being captured at the hospital end where 
the death has happened and you there is a death certificate and you know that sort of thing or has a person gone back home and have mm. they died one week later have they died you know a month later you know you can see the discrepancy and all of this has come to the fore in india and that's why i'm saying if we can leave the politics out of it um the discrepancy is very clearly visible when you look at the supreme court case and this whole ex gratia payments mm. people coming forward for the payments then those numbers are infinitely higher in than um you know the total the, registered deaths covid yeah. mortality exactly the covid mortality so then you know all these explanations are not provided so we are still you sort of uh, holding on to straws and trying to sort of put it together and figure out what exactly is going on so to answer your question yes the states because health is a state uh, subject and for india's own preparedness for a pandemic and how to go forward on you know how to handle all of this and just be more transparent it's not a report card to say okay you did badly or you did well i think it's just keeps you better prepared for uh, for unfortunately another such incident that might come our way yeah so the big takeaway is keep politics aside and learn a lesson from this unfortunate series of events we call the covid-19 yes. pandemic oh, hopefully yeah but politics is unfortunately never <laughs> yeah that's true these things yeah yeah so uh, another thing i wanted to ask you you know you, you touched upon yourself is to understand how we can deal with the pandemic so one of the ways we can deal with the pandemic is to find out how the pandemic originated it's something which the who is not or anyone else is they're not like giving that much importance to it now is it fair to say no so there there are still uh, there are still um, you know teams that are trying to um, you know go back and look into the origins of the pandemic so that study is continuing uh, or that uh, investigation continues uh, the problem that happens is um, you know the time the team went in um, into wuhan after the whole thing was one year later now mm. you know it's like uh, someone was explaining to me it's like a crime scene now if much of the basic Uh, whatever has happened there has uh, has been has changed over one year you know so you'll only mm-hmm. go whatever is available to you you will only go with whatever someone is telling you about what happened at that time you know so in that sense um, we are going by secondary sources but in all fairness i mean i did listen in to some of those researchers who were there when they held that press conference from uh it's from uh, yeah yeah from from there so they are also going by a lot of the data that was there in hospitals and uh, you know as best as possible from gathering the data that is there but uh, it's going to be a very tough ask it's not there's not going to be a straight answer there for various reasons including how much uh, how much you'll really be able to get to the bottom of it and uh, as you know the us also had uh, you know when the biden administration took over he had his people his uh, team to go and sort of investigate this and all of that and, you know it still comes back with the same answers that uh, which which is already there so to answer your question people are still researching into it and trying to find out 10 years on will we know what started this whole thing was it a lab leak or was it a you know was it bad uh, the wet market practices or did it actually happen elsewhere which was something that 
one of the researchers actually said she said mm. uh, you know there were these cases in one of the other uh, it was not a wet market i forget the exact word that was used but uh, outside of hubei so you know all of these things will still need to be investigated and uh, will we have an answer right away unlikely because it's too polarized now and um, yeah but there are there are teams that are still investigating all of this and trying to get in um to as close a picture as is possible even with the covid mortality data i mean the first story that came out on it says that india wanted the details to come out 10 years on where you know you sort of have a little distance from all of this and you see it with little bit more clarity but hmm. um i think the way the who works and i've seen this with their um, advisories on medicines it's pretty much um, what they call a uh, living guideline so it ke- it's quite dynamic it keeps changing as they get new data and i think that that's an okay strategy to have it's just that sometimes they don't always get it right and uh, that's something that everyone also needs to understand so yeah so uh, yeah so they are looking into the origins but will we get there and how soon that's a mystery as ever yeah so to conclude can you tell us one important thing we can learn from this controversy yeah you know so again this has been become a talking point now because uh, you know a publication wrote about it and they have mm-hmm. the visibility that they do but like uh, i was just telling you it's been the fact that uh, across the world there has been under reporting for various reasons is something that was put out there in may last year so and ever since there have been reports both external and internal by indian economists and researchers who have uh, said all of these things so i think um, you know uh, if one were to look at it what the government could do is actually uh, while you raise you you should raise your questions on modality or differential parameters that are used all of that is uh, very justified in asking for clarity and all of that no one is saying no but not to completely shut out every criticism as being i wouldn't even call it a criticism i would say a critique as being um, you know something which is motivated or speculation or whatever you know because you have local economists people who are good at the job mathematicians epidemiologists you know you sit with them thrash it out brainstorm you have all the digital capabilities uh, 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 you know sitting right here uh, mm. under the various heads so um, i think if they really wanted to they can uh, sort of um, put it all together and uh, have a, a better reporting system of mortality also uh, since we are talking of mortality here and uh, if you look at you know something that doesn't get explained and uh, this is something that flamoxes us when we look at it every single day you have a state like kerala which is mm. you know has these reconciliation deaths which is basically you're getting data from you know someone who might have died a month ago or or so and you're and it may have been to covid now the supreme court had directed this and they said that not just the direct covid reporting as in so and so came to the hospital and passed away kind of thing but even if someone's gone back home and died up to a month later if it's linked to covid in some way needs to be put down as that now some states mm. are putting you know the death numbers and these reconciled numbers in you know they're putting these uh, and the ones going for exgratia payment to the you know seeking a, a payment compensatory payment and all of that 
they are putting all of these into one list. So you you know so it looks like one state is uh, has got high reportage of the mortality numbers, and some other states just don't don't have any reconciliation at all. You know, Maharashtra did reconcile, Bihar reconciled, Tamil Nadu reconciled, but um, are we to understand that the other states did not have any deaths of people who went back to their village or their home and died a month later? You know mm-hmm. that. Uh, that sort of flummoxes basic logic and um, so these are things that need to be captured and need to be sort of more transparent uh, so that um, your data is authentic and it's not authentic just for a local audience but you know to a global international world which is what we plug into I mean you know as a country you're not sitting isolated you're you're interlinked with everything that's happening around you data mm. is seen as being credible when you know you're truthful about all of these things that they get captured in your data and uh, tomorrow when you have to have a health strategy planned for this and if you see the most number of deaths were here or this crematorium could not handle you know so many so many deaths and uh, or did not have any registrations at all so you know you can beef up all of that and um, shore up all your uh, you know, facilities around all of these things as well. Yeah. But that said, I mean, one thing that I think everyone, I mean, when we talk about numbers, it almost becomes dispassionate in terms of just talking about numbers. And, you know, the estimate is eight times higher than what it is now. But uh, like, we need to constantly remind ourselves, I think for me, at least that takeaway is the numbers is one thing, but uh, at the core of you know, that 5 lakh mortality or 40 lakh mortality, each one is is a person with a home and a family and all of that and their own grief. So, you know, to keep that also mm-hmm. in the core of discussions. Yeah. So thank you, Jyoti Jatha, for joining us today. I think my takeaway is that it's important to understand the data so we don't repeat it and not look at politics like we spoke about. Absolutely. So, Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, Nivedita. Thank you.